Jasmine, I'm so glad there's no heaven and hell because I farted in a child's face the other day. <laughs> like, and I, I, <laughs> I didn't mean to, but have you ever been stood on like an escalator or been going up a flight of stairs and there's a child behind you and you know that they're bum height, but you're like, I have IBS, my friend. This is going to happen. Did you not think of turning the other way? I can't turn around and face the child whilst they're behind me on the escalator. No, but you could have like turn the other way, pretend you're turning around and fart on whoever was stood in front of you's back or back legs. Well, I didn't think of doing that and they got it straight from source. So Sophie, you're going I'm you, going to hell. You you suffocated a child. I I'm going I to smell your farts. They stink. I'm going to hell. You're going to you're going to I, I have fart, IBS. I have Yasmin, don't judge me. I have IBS. Um and I think you're being IBS phobic. Yes, I'm afraid of your IBS. What if you fart in my face? I am IBS phobic. I'm personally afraid of your IBS. You are child height. I could fart your face. Be you afraid. a bitch! Be afraid. Be very afraid. Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. I am Sophie Kay and this is the wonderful Yasmin Simmons. What the fuck was that intro? Who are you? Who are you? Know what? Just you? be grateful, you ungrateful sod. <laughs> that was a really kind intro. And I was just like, ew, stop that. Mm. <laughs> ah, how We've are known each you, other Yasmin? For a while, Sophie. We can't be nice to each other anymore. How are you today? Mentally? Uh, you know what? I'm actually in a good place. I'm actually in a good place. Good. Yeah. Good. Good, yeah. good, good. Um, so today's episode is all about people that have got in touch with us, sent us emails, sent us messages and asked us stuff. So we thought we'd go through some of those. Yeah. We're basically just copying out and doing another emails episode. I, do you know what? We have to do the emails episodes because it's the only way we get through um, actually replying to some of these yeah i'm so sorry we will not reply to your actual email we will reply on the podcast and then forget that you emailed us and then be like oh we're rude we didn't reply to that person but we did on the podcast um so i'm gonna start off with one here somebody said that they got a tattoo um and they said black veil bride's lyrics if i fall i will rise back up and relive my glory and they said a prime example of what I was saying about how metalheads seem to treat tattoos like they're positive affirmation post-it notes. Is that what I said? <laughs> I forget what I say on this podcast. I forget what I say. Um, what this person also had to have a, a signature covered up by uh, <gasps> Ash Ferdy's signature. Drama! Wait, Because who? there were some accusations. So oh. the tattoo had to go. Gutted. That's the nightmare, isn't it? If you get tattoos. Oh no, not um, signature as well, babe. Uh, this is a safe space. You can tell me. I love drama. Tell me. Tell me now. So this person also said, "Now for a sex story." <laughs> They've got all the stories. Here's my trauma. <laughs> now let me tell you about my pussy or penis. I don't know what genitalia you have, and I don't care. Tell us. I was seeing story. this guy, and at the same time, I also had my friend's cats over at my house because my friend was away for some time. One of the cats liked to sleep right next to me under the duvet every night. I came home from some party and this guy, and as we were doing the thing, the cat thought it was sleepy time and tried to come snuggle in. So I shooed her off a few times before the cat finally gave in and left, only to come back a few minutes later, not to snuggle anymore, 
but to sit on the corner of the bed, staring at me angrily, in the eye, judging us the entire time. After that, she never came back to me for sleepy time snuggles. She stayed with, her, with my sister, with her sister on the sofa. Um, she was very mad at me. Being judged by a cat for sex is quite hilarious. You'd think a pussy would want to get pussy, but... Oh, Jesus Christ, yes. What other listener okay. emails have we got, Sophie? Other listener emails. I wonder if people would like me to give them a little um, sound as well. Come <laughs> on up, it. Tabitha. You, wait, they might not want to be named, Sophie. Think about that. Uh, okay. Come on up, this person. <laughs> um, okay. First of all, I love the podcast. Thank you very much for making it. Thank you. Thank you. I like This person name. started listening in 2020. Oh, wow, girl. You've been... You've been with us since um, the beginning since our inception oh my god i found out about nova twins <gasps> from you guys That's been amazing. to see them now uh very excited because nova twins we wear black was the best gig ever <gasps> there you go there you go you should you should keep an eye out even keep an eye out for selena you know like Nicki minaj said some stuff might happen who knows who knows and this person said this is a little random, but have you guys ever watched We Are Lady Parts? It's literally so good. I really recommend. It's about Muslim women in punk rock and all of the characters are so cool. I've seen adverts for that, but I've never watched it. It's on my watch list. So I will, I because of you, I'm going to watch it. And this person said, I wanted to ask you some advice because you okay. guys are actually the best for advice. Um, terrible. Stop lying. And then the next slide says, don't put yourself down. <laughs> I've never been to a festival before, but I really want to. What do you think is the best one to go to as a first? I feel like you might have talked about this before, but I don't remember. So girly pop, come to all the ones that we're at and only see us. No, <laughs> I feel like if you're going to do a festival, do one day of a festival. Because like, it's like yes. an all day gig. Like If you're going to do the full five days of the festival as your first time, it will end you. If you're new and you're anxious, I say do a one day festival go for the day come home at that night and see how you feel download festival really good super safe love download festival. trees is a good one i think trees is a really good one it's super fucking cool i love trees very very much and um it's a lot smaller so like it's easier yeah. to get around um and it's a lot more intimate so you can like just bump into your favorite musicians <laughs> download is like it's huge it's so you'll be walking around all day huge 2000 but... trees is kind of like it feels like a weird little party in the trees i love it it's like feels if a bit you hippie. see me counting every single tree while i'm there mind your business mind your business don't embarrass us yasmin i'm si i'm gonna put post-it notes on all the trees and it's gonna have our our name on it and i'm gonna count all oh, the trees God, don't then... include me in your weird shit no because it's branding sophie it's branding <sighs> Sophie, Sophie. Another festival. If you're into the really heavy side of things, Bloodstock can also be a fun one sometimes because actually Bloodstock the people that fun. go Bloodstock to Bloodstock is near my house, are... so I would. Is it? We go every day and then I just get a lift home that night. Nice, nice. Like forty minutes away from my house by car. Nice. Not even 40, 30 minutes, I think. Um, we've got an email here. It's so long that I'm actually going to have to skip that one. Um, let me just tell you something, right? I've been officially diagnosed by a psychiatrist with ADHD. So if you send emails that are like paragraph after paragraph, mate, I am not a uni anymore. I cannot concentrate Sophie, long enough to so read the whole mean. thing. I know, it's bad, it's bad. Uh, have you read it? Horrible. No. I'll read them. I have um, reading comprehension. Can't say the same for Sophie, <laughs> but at least one of us can read. Okay, so this person, Damon, hi Damon. Hi. Has said... 
they feel that the podcast has been a great help with finding a space to relax in the midst of college. I'm graduate. I'm graduating with a degree in piano in the fall. Wow, piano, 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 piano. Okay, Beethoven. Beethoven. Jesus Christ, Beethoven. Is that what you, is that is that what you're going to commit to saying to Damon, who is literally studying piano? You're going to say Beethoven. Just let the records show. I am going to say Beethoven. <laughs> so this person said, I also want to suggest an episode on how quickly social media apps like TikTok can amplify new and upcoming artists and how it's able to add more diversity and representation for people that look like us. I also hope you'll able to get in contact with Will Ramos and see if he'd like to do an interview. Firstly, I love Will Ramos. I think he's amazing. That would be great. Yeah. I've interviewed him before. Um, Very lovely person to interview. Very cool. I love Will Ramos. I've interviewed Mm -hmm. him plenty of times. Lovely guy, first and foremost. I so a lot of artists ask me about TikTok and how to get onto TikTok. I do consultancy and I have got to be honest with you. I don't envy musicians because you have to be your own social media manager. Like mm. if you're an upcoming artist, you have to like have the the skills to be a social media influencer and an artist. It's almost like you need to market yourself as a person whereas before you could just make music and be like music. But now you've got to like You've got, and I, it's, it makes it more accessible, but it's also very difficult if you're not social media savvy. Did you just hear my dog stretch in the back? I, I did, I did my hear the dog. My dog is fed up of, of musicians having to having to work so hard and get so little, okay? He's very passionate about this, Sophie. You need to stop laughing. I think it used to be a lot easier on TikTok to grow a following, right? It's um, so much easier. Now it's hard. Like I'll post videos and I'll get like 6,000 views, but I have 100,000 followers. Instagram yeah. Reels is the place to be. You heard it here first. Social media savvy Yasmin Suman. Instagram Reels. I've posted TikToks and Reels at the same time, and the, the Reels have done better. They and it's the same hashtags, the same caption. The Reels have always done better. So thank you for that uh, social media advice. Uh, we're now going to go to somebody who says, "My name. Am I allowed to say your name? I'm going to call you E. I'm 28 and someone who's been single for a while." I have a few bad date stories. I met this woman a few years ago after a bad breakup. Let's call her Sally. Sally knew my best friend since he grew up with her brother. So when I met her, my my best friend introduced me. The night we met, she was super drunk. She didn't recognize my friend at first and at one point grabbed my phone to call herself. I guess she really wanted to get to know me. For the next year or so, she would invite me me out for drinks and stuff but I would always politely decline I knew she was into me but I didn't feel the same one night I decided to say yes this ended up being a very bad decision dun, dun, dun. <sighs> so we agreed to meet up at an arcade slash bar bowling place called round one um we have it here in California when I got there she was already drunk and she brought friends she never mentioned that it would be a group type of thing I watched them play games and drink for another two hours I tried to have a good time but they were too lost in the south for me to do so about an hour after that I made an excuse to leave sauce Sophie yeah the south in the sauce I love Americans when they say the sauce the alcohol I'm assuming Yes, yeah, it's, it's the sauce. You've got to call it the sauce. It's spicy okay. sauce. What's... Oh, like Hennessy. Oh. I'm saying sauce, like sauce. 
Oh my god. Okay, Yasmin. Everyone else understood that, just not Yasmin. Um, anyway, so uh, about an hour after that, I made an excuse to leave because I didn't know how to advocate for myself back then. The night ended up not being fun, to say the least. Not once after did she bring up that night. Instead, she tried to make fun of me because I lived at home with my family. Needless to say, I never gave her the time of day again. Dating sucks. Firstly, A, we're in the cost of living crisis, babe. Don't worry. B, some people... Who can fucking afford a house? Who can afford a mortgage? I looked at trying to get a mortgage. This person's in America. I think it's very... I think people in America, maybe not in California, actually. California's expensive. California's fucking expensive, girl. Um, we got sushi rolls out there and they were $5. For a sushi <laughs> roll. For a sushi roll. <laughs> Do you know what? Dollars. The thing I've learned is dating sucks. Whatever gender you are, whatever gender you're dating, whatever non-gender, whatever. It's hard. Dating so sucks because... going to give a cynical answer and be like, dating is hard. Let me tell you why. In the words of my... Um, one of the greatest philosophers on this planet. People equal shit. Oh my god. People, people equal shit. And so when you're <laughs> dating people, you're dating shit. Real, real, very true, very true indeed, very true indeed. Would you like some um things from social media? Some things. Yes, that please. Sent in through that through the Hit me. So um, first question, Sophie. By the way, very quickly, because I checked my social media, I got a message from someone that said, I bet that coochie good. <laughs> yes, but I rarely get, I rarely get those types of messages. Yeah. I bet that coochie good. Yeah. Like, ah. Yeah. Gross. You're right. You're so right. Gross. Me and that guy have something in common. We're obsessed with Sophie's coochie. Gross. I just know we've got people speaking different languages. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Shut up. Sophie, I'm trying to be professional at my job right now. If we were black at a HR department, ugh. Can you imagine? (laughs) Just... It would be awful. It'd be just us with like moustaches on going, so I hear you have a problem. Okay. So, Sophie, why did you think it was appropriate to sexualize Yas? God, it would be horrible. We'd be, we would, we would lose our jobs. We would be jobless. Jobless. I mean, we're pretty jobless now, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have a job. Okay. Being, being an unfunny TikToker is not only a job, it's a passion. It's a passion. It's a passion. Someone's asked, when is there more merch? Sophie. Oh, Jesus Christ. Merch? When is there more merch? We are working on it. But now, we just, we keep having to up ourselves. And so when you keep having to try and up yourself, we don't want to just release We could bland... release shit merch. We could do a yeah. shit merch drop, guys, if that's what you want. But we also want to make merch that lasts more than one wash. And has it spicy. Yeah, like we put a lot of effort in. Like, I don't know if you'll know this, but like even the t-shirts, we make sure we buy everything before. We wash them for like every day for weeks on end. We try and make sure that things are decent quality because a lot of people don't care about that kind of stuff, but we do. We We try our best. We try our best. Because we want you guys to look like hot bitches and get hot bitches. Oh, here's a good question. What were your gateway bands into rock and metal music? Your gateway bands into rock and metal. Well, I, I was raised in classic on classic so, rock. It's so different. Mine was Pierce the Veil and Sleeping with Sirens. Was it? Yeah, and Ask Alexandria and. But wait, that's how you started. There must have been a gateway before that, or you just went straight in with that. Who introduced you to them? 
I was on YouTube one day and the King for a Day music video came up and Bulls in the Bronx music video came up and I've never gone back. I wow. heard a bit of like Avril Lavigne and Blink One Eighty Two and like stuff. But in, like, wait, how can you talk as if you were into emo then? Because that means you were never into you were never uh, an elder emo, because the elder emos were around in MySpace days, and so that means you're a baby emo trying to pretend that you were an elder I'm emo. I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. I'm actually you're a, a fraud. fucking fraud. I'm a fraud. Sorry, Sophie. What was your gateway band? Jesus. Fraud. <laughs> the three wise men. Fraud. Were you um, their best friends? So my gateway band. I was raised on classic rock, which okay. kind of puts you in that place already. Um, but for me, I think it had to be like Papa Roach Infest, <gasps> like that album. And I bought the album, and I was obsessed with it. And then I kind of came out of rock again. Then I went back in around Lincoln Park, Jay Z. And I then lie. I grew up listening to Demi Lovato's like first two emo albums. Ugh. Oh, okay. You called me a fraud. I mean, that's still kind of fraudy, but and then um, and then yeah. So I would say probably and then like Green Day, My Chemical Romance. So I would say it's probably a, a mix of Green Day, My Chemical Romance, and Papa Roach. Oh, Someone tried to get me into Slipknot for ages. Like I was working in a, a kitchen in a pizza restaurant and they kept playing Slipknot and I used to always make them turn it off, right? Not even kidding. And I'd be like, how can you even listen to this noise? And then they put on um, Stone Sour Bother and I really enjoyed it. Oh. And so I was listening to Stone Sour and then the guy went, do you know this is the same vocalist that sings in Slipknot? And then I, I gave Slipknot more of a chance because I was like, okay. And so that guy in a pizza hut kitchen got me into really really heavy music as you should as you, as should. you should now now there are bosses sophie yes they are the world works in mysterious ways um so someone has sent us a message saying they would absolutely love us to connect with maggie lindemann i would love to i love maggie i'm a maggie lindemann stand for life babe don't don't sweat it we could do that maybe the, maggie lindemann you know She's we'll see what we can do sophie. slam dunk sophie mm-hmm shall we shall we i've got a good one online okay dream tour for us to be on <gasps> i would love to be on a slipknot tour but there is no way i'm getting up and having you in like latex dancing to pierce the veil at a slipknot tour we will get we'll get murdered in the face fine murdered in the face well who would I be would, our dream i i'd play some dream? new metal sophie i'd like for us to open for like a bring me the horizon or an architect's do you know what my dream tour would be actually smaller okay i think i'd like to open for someone and i know this just says everything about me because I, I don't really bring the horizon are great and everything but imagine us like i want to go pierce the veil i feel like that would make sense that would make so much because that like, would make PLC sense solidarity right? the ass being thrown sleeping like... with sirens like it would just make sense sleeping with sirens and pierce the veil need to do a world tour again and we need to dj for their world tour that would be amazing right right one, the, one quite another question from social quickly before you move back onto yours i want an all alternative music version of eurovision agree or disagree agree Maniskin, we we got Maniskin from the eurovision okay trust me we need more alternative acts in the eurovision but not like corporate made ones because i feel like that's what people in the eurovision are trying to do now they're trying to like recreate Maniskin, but it's too forced i disagree okay because 
I think there's something so funny about it. Oh, who was it? It wasn't Gore that went on Eurovision. Which band was it? Um, anyway, I think when a band from our world that's quite extreme shows up in Eurovision, it's just so much more fun. And I feel like if it's all alternative bands, then how are you going to have a standout moment? Uh, and the best thing is when alternative stuff ends up in like normal people stuff. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. that's when it creates people more... people expecting it. Yeah, because then you feel like, yeah, the underdog. But if it's all underdogs, then yeah. What's yours? I got a cringe story because remember when we asked for cringe stories? So someone said a very embarrassing story here. Ten years ago when I was 13, I wrote a fanfic about a certain band member slash ex-YouTuber. Lol, I know who you're on about. And an internet friend told me at the time that he talked about the fanfic on his channel and suddenly it got loads of views. The worst part is it's still one of the top five fanfics for a very very problematic different youtuber and i can't take the story down because i don't know the login details this has haunted me for 10 years oh wow a lot of people have like famous fan fictions that they wrote when they were 13 i want to know like i want to know names and who did it i know give us if you're going to send us this tea guys (laughs) give us names i want i want photo evidence i I love the gossip i love the drama Okay, I've got another one here. Um, The thing you're most excited for this festival season? I'm excited to spend time with Sophie. Yay, we'll have fun together. Annoying Um, the shit out of her. Sorry, I forgot to add that. Oh, this is a hard one. Phantom Hook Burglar said, what's your favourite rock cover of a song ever and why? Oh, oh, I know this. I literally know this. I literally... Are you... (laughs) You fool. Um, It's either Stitches by State Tramps or, oh yeah, that's good. That or one. blank space by I Prevail. Ooh, or, oh, or um, oh my god, there's a few. There's a few. There's um, oh my god, uh, Pierce the Veil did one. Um, oh, Bruno Mars. They covered a Bruno Mars song and it was really good. Um, what else? There's so many good, but Stitches comes to mind. The that's Grenade it. cover. Uh, who did that one? Or oh, Pop Goes Punk. That was really good. Oh. But also. When Twenty One Pilots covered My Chemical Romance, Cancer, that was pr- right. That was Ooh. the only good cover from that, and I hate Painful. to say this, that was Painful. the only good cover from that Rock Sound cover album. That Painful. entire album was just not. There was a few good ones, but there was some really bad ones. Yeah, I think uh, who else is there? There's quite a few, but anyway, yeah. Any tips for surviving Download Festival this year will be my first one ever, and it's only four days, and it's four whole days, baby. Wellies wellies and sunscreen and if sunscreen. you bring anything if you bring anything wellies sunscreen and tent pegs wellies, and a water bottle sunscreen and tent pegs you can get water on site you know what you can't get your tent if it's flying in the air sophie do you know what God. i get really stressed yeah. out by not having food accessible um so i would recommend taking just some like do you know even those cheap couscous packets that you can add hot water just some like because you go four days and the likelihood is you're not eating many vegetables so i always used to take as well a head of broccoli and some apples and things like that because you get to the point where you're like i haven't shit in four days and i look pregnant with poop poop baby i what i do is i get the multi-pack so i get like multi-packs of squares multi-packs of just unperishable things in a four day proximity um, I'm so I'm taking a head of bro- broccoli and you're taking s- crisps. No, the, the squares square, are crisps. The rice crisps Chips. Squares. They're like um, they're like these these like crispy bars in their bread. Oh, like bars. marshmallow crisp bars. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair, they're fair. They're good. They like, come in like multi packs. 
anything that comes in multi-packs, babes, just do that. Get some granola bars, um, a big, big, big bottle of water, like a massive unit of water if you're camping, because you can use it for anything. You can use it for brushing yeah. teeth. For I used to brush my teeth with vodka, but I'm no longer that person, so get some water. Um, if you have a vagina, a vulva, I would recommend getting a shiwi. Yes, because and you can wash them and stuff but just because the toilets are better than they used to be but still they sometimes you get a bit caught short especially when you're camping and i once tried to pee as we know i've spoken about it on this pod i tried to pee in a water bottle and i didn't realize how much urine comes out of of my bladder Mm. so i flooded my tent with urine but you can buy for like you know for old people who can't leave the bed or their bedroom and stuff you can buy pee bottles that are shaped with a sheepy type thing as they're called on the end that go over your vulva and so you can pee into the bottle and just throw it away in the morning get one of those for your tent Ooh. <laughs> how I do i know that for 2000 trees with my friends um because i haven't camped in a festival in a while and 2000 trees is the one festival where i can camp because it's small enough especially mm. the guest area is right next to the press it's small enough that i like it's not going to be too bad you know like i'm gonna yeah. go camp hang out with my mates but i'm gonna i'm going to find a portable heater because i freeze i my body is so cold that i freeze when i go camping it's horrible do you know what you can get they're these things called um hand warmers and they're like little packets that when you open them they warm up and so you can put those in your kidneys the other thing you can get is i bought a sleeping bag that was designed for like climbing proper mountains so it was so thick and warm and then you stay warm good to know Good. To, I'm making a mental note of it. Okay. Um, have you got any more questions? I've got a couple more here. I have a few stories. Um, so, okay. So, cringe story. Um, mm-hmm. I was at a local gig, and they were so the band was so drunk. It's even said here. Please refer to this band as redacted. The band was so drunk during their set, they didn't know the lyrics, and they played the same song like four times. And to top it all off, the guitarist like threw his guitar on the ground and they proceeded to break the brum- the drum machine and the crowd was dead silent. I wanna know who who was it? It was a local band. It was it was but I know. I know your dirty little secrets now. I love this. How do you I, play the same song four times? I'm guessing because in their mind when they're drunk, they're like, Oh, this is the song we have to like it must have been the first song they started with and they just kept playing it. That's brilliant. That's awful. That's really bad. I know. I know. Um, I've got a question here for us. Okay. This one says, do you think there's anything that the industry slash gigs and festivals can do for neurospicy people? Um, Yes, I do. I think having like a cordoned off area where neurodivergent people can kind of like, when they're too overstimulated to just kind of like bring it down a bit i think of a, a few festivals a lot of bigger festivals have that in the health tent but they just don't advertise it as that where you can just sit and like if you're overstimulated you just kind of like sit and relax but even the health tents aren't really that welcoming i'd like for like a, a, a comforty cushy area for people who are neurodivergent um, would you want that yeah just where you can sit on a beanbag and listen to the music because for me personally I just find a corner somewhere and just go off and take myself elsewhere. And Or I used to take, um, when I used to go to festivals and um, camp, I used to take myself back to my tent and sit in my tent. For me, I think um, 
it would be availability of like more availability of those basic things like loo roll um vegetables be able to buy fruit and vegetables and things like that because you can't really get them um because for me eating right is quite an important part of my like autistic routine Mm. and I think that's the same for a lot of people you want to be clean and I don't feel that there's enough spaces to be able to be clean yeah yeah there aren't enough spaces to be able to like even and then at, at gigs and things like that um I think that there's certain areas that you should be allowed to stand where currently they don't let you stand. Yeah, I'd like that for neurodivergent people. I think that would be yeah. good. Yeah, I because I my worst nightmare is going into a room in going into like a tent full of other neurodivergent people panicking. And I know that sounds really, <laughs> judge, sounds really judgmental. But I'm like, I love that festivals are going to be like, let's have this uh, section cool enough so neurodivergent people can chill. But it's just all of us panicking together. No, I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle that. I'd go in there and I'd be like, oh in my God, unison. you guys. I'd be like, you guys need to sort your shit out. And, and that's really judgmental, I know. But it's like, I would, as the way I am, I just remove myself from situations. That's really funny. I'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Because the last thing I want to do is feel vulnerable around a load of people I don't know. Right. So, right. So. We are doing a lot for festival season this year, though, so keep your eyes peeled. We are at most major festivals in the UK mm-hmm. that are alternative. Um, and we might be in some other countries. Who knows? We wear black going global. <laughs> Who knows? Well, this is a good one. What advice do you wish you could give your younger self? Punch P. I say this to my niece all the time. I say it to her because she's five. I say if someone hits you, hit them back because this is the only age in your life where the, the worst that could happen to you if you hit someone is you get a slap on the wrist. If I hit someone now, Jasmine, I'll get arrested. Her name is Jasmine. I should clarify that. I actually ended up in therapy talking about the fact my mum said that to me. <laughs> so up. maybe that's not good advice. <laughs> okay. Um... Mine would be, you are already beautiful. The thing that you think you need to be beautiful is not a thing. Because I grew up in the I grew up in the noughties and stuff where you had to be super skinny and you had to be this and you had to look this way and blah 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 blah. blah. And then I internalized all of that shit. And I wish I could have just said to myself and listened. I never listened to anyone that told me that I was already beautiful. Um, so that would be mine. Have you got any more messages? I was going to say, maybe this is one to end on, words of wisdom. Um, I wish I could go back and tell myself, like, you're not failing at anything, you're just 18. Like, I feel like, because the internet, like, Forbes 21 under 21 and 50 under 50 and the, like, kid teen stars who make it big. Like, it makes you feel like if you're, especially when the X Factor, which is like a show in the UK, um, a singing show in the UK. It's a bit like American Idol, right? Yeah, they had an over 25s category and it's like, you feel like when you're in your early 20s if you haven't completely accomplished all your career goals you feel like utter shit and you're like oh my god i'm failing but like you've got so many years so i've met people who are at the same point in their careers as i am and they're in their 40s and like that's fine people work at different paces and people go through different things that mean they either don't have the resources to work at the same pace as everyone else or they're going through shit like life is lot life is not linear right just because you're 18 and you feel like you haven't got things worked out, it's okay. No one does. Literally no one has their shit together. Um, I know you fell out with your words of wisdom, but I have to finish these emails because I can't leave people on red. 
Um, so thank thank you to Joel Arthur who got in touch and said about tells the story about how they learnt at a live show that it's very important to always have a wireless mic. Um, oh dear. And about surf, surf uh, crowd surfing during the Hara set, and straight up got dropped and bruised my tailbone. Oh. Um, and also just wanted to say just because you're crowd surfing that isn't consent to squeeze my private parts. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, Michael got in touch and said, thank you for reigniting my love of music, which I think is the best compliment ever. I've been into metal and going to gigs since I was 14. I was into hair metal, grunge, new metal scene, and somehow just got lost in the late 90s and 2000s. I listened to your show on Kerrang! Um, and so thought I'd give your pod a go when it first aired. I've listened to every episode ever since as I thought your pod would just be about music, but how wrong I was. I think you're doing an incredible job. That's so sweet. Oh my God. Thanks. Um, I sometimes forget that Sophie's like a world famous superstar, so everyone <laughs> loves her. Um, I bring nothing to this podcast except um, my spunk. You bring, you, bring, you bring a lot. Spunk means come in america yes man. okay um, i bring my my fun <laughs> lovely attitude <laughs> my oh, enjoyment said, of being with sophie said i got the crap beat out of me for daring to wear a prince t-shirt at a rock club in the 90s by some cavemen grebos who told me never to weigh wear that gay shirt in here again <gasps> Now, to me, Prince was the ultimate guitar god, and I never understood why they hated him so bad, but I get it now. They were just racist. Listening to you guys, I love Nova Twins, Wargasm, Scene Queen, Witch Fever, Cassiette, to name a few. I've discovered a whole new scene. My partner and I go to gigs, and it's just a breath of fresh air. How far you guys have come in such a misogynistic industry is such an achievement, and you should be so proud. You make me laugh out loud. After a personal tough two years, you've really helped me. That is so wonderful. And this is, he says he's a white, married, 52-year-old guy that just loves music again. So thank you. And that's Michael. That is very sweet. Michael! Thank you so much. Do you know what? That warms my heart because I think, A, we wear black is for everybody. 100%. We talk about we talk about all sorts of stuff, but we will talk about the, the things white men face, but we'll also talk about the way a, a, a black person faces or trans or non-binary, but because we're, we're all just human. Um, and I'm so glad that we helped you get back into rock and metal. I know. I'm happy that you have your little space now. Welcome, welcome to our tribe. Do you know what? It's so, it still absolutely baffles me that Prince was ever doubted as being rock. Like, it's unbelievable. He did a cover. I think it was at Live Aid, or it might have been at either Bonnaroo or Coachella in the 80s, I want to say. I wrote an article about this, but it's like in the back of my mind. Um, he did a cover of Radiohead's Creep and it is fucking amazing. It's fucking phenomenal. He's amazing. He was amazing. Um, so there's one here from Tabitha who says, um, thank you for blessing the universe with your unhingedness. Real. <laughs> hey. I was listening to Sorry You're Not a Winner and my mum said the part at the end sounded like a cookie monster. <laughs> Oh my god um <laughs> have you heard of old black era they're a sister duo yes we've been checking them out and what they're doing but also i think basement dwelling cheeto smelling nuthead is genius and should be on your next match oh okay okay and there's know. one one here julie p said nicest people in rock in april last year i met jerry cantrell when he was touring uh brighton the night before the show i saw him walking around with tyler bates and gil uh, gil sharon who were in his band. I stopped and said hello and thought I'd be going to the show the following night. Jerry asked my name and then repeated it back to me 
and he said see you tomorrow the following night i went to the meet and greet and he said hey i met you last night and he remembered and he said and he remembered the name outstanding um and that's really sweet i've heard a lot of nice things about about jerry actually that's so sweet finally this is a band recommendation that we got um people sending um a band through they saw it back in open air and it's called voice of bass prot b-a-c-e-p-r-o-t three indonesian hijab wearing young women um so go check them out anyone listening right now that's awesome that's all we've made it through the end of the inbox do you have any last words of wisdom now we've got to the actual no i said my words of wisdom and you ruined it well, no, to be honest, I think Michael's um, email made the episode. So I just want to say my words of wisdom this week. Uh, the, this episode is dedicated to a cis, white, straight male, 52 years old, called Michael, who listens to the podcast. This we episode is dedicated Michael. to you. We love you. Adopt me, Michael. No, that's too weird. Never mind. If you want to follow <laughs> us, it's at WeWearBlackPod on Twitter and Instagram, at WeWearBlackPod on TikTok, and WeWearBlackPod at gmail.com if you want to email us. I'm at Yasmin Suman X on everything. And I am at I am Sophie K on everything. Apart from Sky Blue. Blue Sky? Blue Sky. It's the it's the guy who made Twitter who then sold it to Elon. He made Blue Sky. Okay. Alright. Well we will see you next week. Yep. We've got a fun episode. It's it's my I Googled next week, so I need to find a topic for that. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.